Murder. Welcome to Death Do Us Part Podcast, hosted by my wife, Jamie. Hello. And myself, Mark. Hey. How y'all doing? Sorry, I'm trash. (laughs) Well, we are back from Novi, Michigan, which is absolutely beautiful. The houses Mm. were mansions. Which is crazy, because it's right next to Detroit, correct? And Detroit's like a ghost town. Isn't it? I think. I, I don't know. I, I know it's somewhat close to the Detroit, but man, We were is driving it, past the houses. I was like, none oh of these people listen to us. Oh, my God. Gated community, <laughs> gated houses. Like, oh, my God. Driving by, I almost crashed looking at the uh, houses. He, like, no shit. Like, legit, I More almost. More than once. Yeah. He bitches about my driving. I can't feel my my legs and my feet. Don't don't say that. <laughs> Hey, I, I was like approved. Target. I was approved by by a, a doctor that I can drive. So. Who, by the way, was as equally shocked about you driving as everybody else. She was like, "Oh my god, you did!" <laughs> right, I know. Listen, I fucking love it because I knocked out you for a fucking out. hour. Yeah, I drove a whole four and a half hours. Dude, I'm like a baby. I can't. Myself. I can't sit in a fucking car. Well, I can't it's either. Like rolling I'm, me to sleep. I'm like. Uh, on the way home, I'm sure I knocked out. Oh, we weren't out of the parking lot. Yeah. 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 No. So I, I get it. We weren't even out of the parking lot. But I, I was, and I, I couldn't speed though because man, were the Michigan troopers out You're just like a wiener crazy. I sped the whole way home. Oh no, they were out like crazy and the construction was a little bad. So but it I, rained. I, yeah. Again. Yeah. So it, it going there, it took about four and a half hours coming home. You made it in about three and a half hours. You you cut a whole hour off. Fuck yes, I did. Yeah, <laughs> speed racer I over here. I to work here. the next day. I'm I'm speed I'm not racer. a fan of coming home at three in the morning and going to work at five. So yeah, I know. I was like, I need to get some sleep. We need to get the fuck home. Yeah, and you did have to work today. I, I felt did. so bad. You had to wake up early. And, it was uh, fine, bah. guys. My Adderall, it's is in back in stock you feel good don't you oh my god <laughs> oh my god it makes a difference doesn't um, it? driving home no longer frightens me good um i'm getting shit done so i i went to the doctor i was i went had to go to the doctor for you know obviously fucking everything which yeah. my doctor cracks me up because she just knows she knows like, everything i wait wrong. until like i'm literally a trash can on fire yeah of course um so i call the pharmacy all the time and it's got to be the same fucking pharmacist because i was like do you have adderall 20 milligrams in stock and she's like extended release or the quick release i said the quick release and she's like oh honey i have 10s 20s and 30s oh party time and i'm like ma'am if I hop over the counter and hug you when I get there, please do not judge me and or call the police. Right. So, and my doctor's awesome. Because mm-hmm. she's so funny. She's like, what were we doing before? Because, you know, I was on the, the five ants that wasn't working. Yeah. And I'm like, oh, I was on this and this. And she's like, all right, well, my cheap ass is just going to write you for this. And I was like, done. <laughs> done. Good deal. And she gave me a B12 shot. Oh, did she really? Yeah. Did you I not did I tell yeah, I think you didn't I, I think you were half that. asleep when I told you. Hmm. So uh I'm going through menopause. I've yeah. been going through menopause for like three years. Yeah. Which by I'm the aware. way, Marco about shit himself 
when we were talking about it because he asked me if I if I asked the doctor about my swollen ankle. Gay Marco. Yes. Okay. Uh, your boyfriend Marco. Yes. Yeah. Uh, and I'm like, yeah, it's my menopause. And he's like, I'm sorry, you're what? I said my menopause. And he's like, how fucking old are you? <laughs> Thank you, Marco. I was like, no, it early menopause yeah, runs in the family, you know. Unfortunately. So new allergies, menopause, ankle swelling, menopause. Uh, yep. So. Um, I said, what do I do for energy? Besides, Because the Adderall doesn't necessarily give me energy. No, it just se. makes you focus. I can focus. Yeah. As opposed to like seven tabs, music playing, monkey hitting the cymbals. Like, I don't know what the fuck is going on. Look, there's a shiny squirrel. Yeah. So um, she's like, well, what about a B12 shot? And uh-huh. I was like, oh, I've heard things. Yeah. So... I'm like, yeah, let's try it. She's like, if you like it, I'll just call it in once a month. You can give it to yourself, you know? Oh, that's And vitamin cool. D. She wants me to take vitamin D. So yeah, uh, those I'm of us, low on, yeah. on vitamin D, too. You take a lot. Yeah, yeah I do. Um, but the B12 shot, one of my girlfriends works at an at a, a doctor's office, and she said that she gives she gives them out every day. Does People she really? swear by them. Yeah, I mean, it's, it's energy. The girl I work with, it's... Laura, lived in Mexico for a while. I don't know if you knew that. No. She lived in Mexico for a while. She said they used to barter for B12 shots. Really? Yes. She's like, you're going to feel you're going to feel great. And I feel like it has a combination of now the Adderall and the B12 shot. Like you feel back to normal. Yeah. I, I mean, I'm, good. I still only sleep three hours a night, but yeah. like I'm OK with that. Yeah. I'm, I'm 100 percent OK with that. I'm not like nodding off and I'm not. You know, I can get Yeah, I noticed that done. in the past couple of days. Yeah. You, you haven't Mm-mm. nodded off, no. which is good. No. Nope. I on on the other hand am I'm starting to have night terrors again, yeah, which yeah. isn't good. No. Starting to yell and in my sleep. Although and, yesterday you were filling out your calendar in your yeah, sleep. Yeah. Dude, I was dreaming I was filling out mm-hmm. my day calendar. Oh babe, it was so funny. You're like may I'm like, what <laughs> fuck is he doing i said babe who are you talking to you didn't even open your eyes you're like i'm filling out my planner <laughs> okay i don't know why i can I was, relate uh, i mean yeah that was in the car ride home yeah. but uh anyways we had a great time yesterday we at, did at motor city we did uh, comic-con it was it was great one Even of the, though I, I'm kind of mad that we only got one day there. Yeah. It was huge. Yeah. It, I did not realize it no, was that, that big. big. That's what she said. Mm-hmm. But, uh, it was funny because one, uh, one of the ladies who was in there talking, yeah. we got into a big discussion about Jack the Ripper and hanging and the gallows. And yeah. She's and like, isn't it funny how this is just like a normal a conversation norm. for us? And <laughs> no, I'm like, nobody's even flinching. No one's flinching. Everyone's like, yeah, just, you, uh-huh. If you don't tie yep. the rope tight enough, then you suffocate because your neck doesn't snap. And everybody's just like, uh-huh. <laughs> right. Uh-huh. Yeah, yeah. But we had a great time. Hopefully next year we can come back. And yeah. thank you guys for coming out to see us. I did want to say our listener that came yesterday. Yes. I don't know if that was her husband or her boyfriend. So we'll say her partner. Yes. Um, I kind of chuckled a little bit because he referenced he was in the military. Yeah. He now has long hair and a beard. And yes. I feel like the minute you guys are told you no longer have to do high and tight, you, we you don't grow, do high and tight. It's the same thing I did. And um, I always wanted my nose pierced. Yeah. So I got my nose pierced when I retired. I grew up yep. my beard. Yep. Immediately. Grew my hair out long. And the one time I shave it, I'm... Th- 
what the fuck? Yep. I'm growing it back mm-hmm. the fuck out. I just, I wanted to thank him for his service in the military yeah, before he too. left. And we kind of got sidetracked and everything like that. But he was in Afghanistan. He, he, he served overseas. So, you know, thank you. You're, you're the yeah, reason we you. get to sit here and do this. So yep. I appreciate you. True story. Yeah. Uh, yep. Anyways, babe, did you hear about the uh, kidnapping at the school? God, here we go. What? Did did you hear about the kidnapping no. at the school over there? No. It, everything's okay. The kid woke up. Mm. <laughs> wow. <laughs> that was a good one, wasn't it? God, you're so stupid. Oh, God, you love me. Uh-huh. You love me. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. So, anyways... Part duo. Guys, so we're doing something for the first time. Yeah, we're going to have... Well, a you three-parter. Yeah, you could say it. We're going to have a part three... You don't even know. Uh, tres? Yeah, part tres. Okay, tres. so are you speaking French or Spanish? Because you're mixing tres. that. A part tres. Oh, my God. <laughs> I'm so, an idiot. Yeah. Can't stop, won't stop. <laughs> Uh, I just keep getting angrier. I do. Yeah, I know you do. And it's, you know, I, I knew it was going to be like a controversial case, but like this people's faces when yeah. I, when I tell them the case that we're doing, they're like, oh, yeah. Cause it's, it's not really done on top of the fact that, I mean, the people that I tell know me relatively well, but yeah. I'm an old fucking white lady telling a story about a, a young black girl who was shot. No. Where do they think the story's going to go? On top of the fact I'm married to a cop. Right. Where do they think the story's going to go? Right. Not even fucking close to where they think. No, That's where it's going. Not at all. So. Not at all. Nope. No. Like we said in part one, we're we're going to state the facts. And if yeah. if it's a, our opinion, we'll we'll let it be known yep. that it's our opinion. But we're we're stating facts. Mm-hmm. We're we're going to be down the middle with the facts. Yeah as much as possible so so part two we're getting into the nitty-gritty um yeah we're gonna go in depth into the actual raid the execution of the warrants um and what happened immediately following yeah um up until george up until george floyd okay um part three is gonna be when these fuckers started getting caught Okay. So that's I, I like that game plan. That's how we're going. I just realized I forgot to look up one thing. But that's uh that's how I'm going. I'm that's down with that's that. What, that's what I'm doing. I'm picking up what you're putting down. I gotta just um I forgot to look. Look for what? Uh the date of something because I'm trash and I just remembered. You are I, trash. Babe, I Oh my god. If there was ever going to be a day that I was just going to crawl under my desk and fucking cry, yeah, I today know. was the day. Uh, it was a rough one. Um, I'm not going to get into details, but it was a rough one. I even I called. Felt, I felt terrible for you when you called. I called another dispatch center and I'm like, hey. And they're like, hey, buds. Because that's, you know, yeah. I call so many fucking times. And I was like, yeah. so this time I don't need anything. And the guy's like, okay. And I was like, I just want to say thank you. I'm like. Today sucked, and you guys were great, and you dealt with me, and you put up with me, and they're like, and you put up with us, and we appreciate you. So I had to 
thank them because it, fuck man. Yeah. Like I, I can't even fuck. <laughs> Did you get it out? Seven nine one ones. Whoa. In three minutes. Whoa. Babe. Babe. I knew you were gonna say a short period of time, but three in three minutes, that's a lot. Babe. That's I, that's a lot, dude. We get this little like every yep. time a call hits the screen. Yeah. And usually like the central will yell over, hey, you got a Harvey, hey, you got the they just quit yelling because they knew that I would hear the noise and just <laughs> right. motherfuck the world. Um, yeah. Seven nine one ones in, in three minutes. Dude, that's a lot, man. That's mm-hmm. a busy ass day. And we had two. Jax just dropped his phone yes, in the he bathroom. Did. <laughs> we had two, um, like, almost, we almost boxed two ambulance calls. Yeah. Which, if we box it, it means we need X amount of ambulances. But we had right. two, yeah, two ambulance, two calls we almost boxed. Sorry, I'm trash. I didn't mute the TV. My bad. Is so that why I, we paused it? Oh, yes. no. And to see if Jax is ready to yeah. get out of the bathroom if he's done pooping. No, he just needed a charger. Yeah, needs a charger. So, mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. Oh, the life of parents. Fuck my life. Yup. This is what it's all about, babe. Mm. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah. Sorry if I'm slurping again. You're not sorry. I'm I know. Apologize. I can't help my juicy mouth oh god <laughs> on that it. note you ready i'm ready jump right into it girl all right guys so we're gonna go back to march 12th of 2020 um detective joshua Jaynes. see i slowed down for that one yeah you did files applications for five no-knock search warrants this comes after ex- which is mind-blowing right um, after extensive, um, quote, investigation into activities of known drug trafficker Jamarcus Glover. And if we remember, Jamarcus Glover is mm-hmm. her ex-boyfriend. Yeah. Uh, so the search warrants are filed for 2424, 2425, and 2426 Elliott Avenue, mm-hmm. 2605 West Muhammad Ali Boulevard, and 3003 Springfield Avenue, apartment number four, which is Brianna's address. Okay. Uh, the no-knock warrants were requested, quote, due to the nature of how these drug traffickers operate. The drug trafficker, these drug traffickers have a history of attempting to destroy evidence, have cameras on the location that compromise detectives once an approach to the dwelling is made, and have a history of fleeing from law enforcement. Mm -hmm. Uh, The applications are submitted to Judge Mary Shaw of the Jefferson Circuit Court. Uh, She approves all warrants after reviewing for approximately 30 minutes and asking all the appropriate questions according to her. 30 minutes. For five warrants. That's one warrant in 30 minutes for me. Yeah. And that's asking questions and of course you know i mean depending on how long it is like that that's inappropriate time for one perhaps this is why she did not win her re-election no yeah um so the information provided for the warrant for brianna's residence to make it a no-knock warrant 
was her relationship with Jamarcus. Yeah. Um, her activity and presence at trap houses, because like we discussed before. Mm-hmm. Um, oh, I did find out the um, times in February that her vehicle was seen in front of the trap house. Yeah. On at least one of those occasions, Brianna was definitely in the car. Okay. She got out of the car, looked around, and got back in. So. Okay. Um. Another reason is Jamarcus listing the Springfield address as his home address. And Jamarcus seen leaving with packages. Also in this warrant uh, application was uh, a statement from the detective saying that the post office verified multiple package deliveries to Brianna's home in Jamarcus's name. Yeah. Now, a side note. The last package seen with Jamarcus leaving her home was in January. In January. The postmaster would inevitably deny any package deliveries. <laughs> um, they knew Jamarcus did not live at that address because yeah. they had uh, his cell phone tracked and they had a tracker on his car. So they knew where he oh, lived. Oh, they knew? They knew exactly where he lived. Yeah. Um, <clears throat> wow. Yeah. That's- they also were aware that the last contact Jamarcus had with Brianna was in mid-February. Really? Mid-February. Last time they talked. What the fuck? Yep, and they knew it. They had proof of it. Because again, they're tracking his cell phone. Yeah. Yeah. So. <laughs> well, she, did they... Did they dump phones i mean do we know that for sure they dumped them um they end up dumping phones after so they dumped them after the warrant in december yeah but then they dumped them again after this warrant okay um but they um i can't remember what they said i'll have to look so i can remember exactly but so now they start compiling teams who's gonna go to what home right okay so what i'm gonna do is in this part, I'm combining timelines. Okay. So I'm going to do simultaneous police timeline with Brianna and Kenneth timeline. Okay. Um, when it comes down to the actual shooting, I'm going to give police version and Kenneth version at the same time. Okay. Okay. Gotcha. So <clears throat> while they're compiling these teams, um, Kenneth and Brianna decided that they were going to have a date night. Because this was the first day, like I said before, that she had it off in four days. Uh, Kenneth tells his mom they're having a date night. They're going to Texas Roadhouse. And she's like, fuck yeah, I need a biscuit. I want to go with you guys. Oh, hell yeah. And he's like, "Mm, no. Thanks, ma. But no. Uh, So, yeah, he made her stay home. Damn it. So they go to dinner at Texas Roadhouse. They get home. She bakes some cookies. Yeah. She was expecting a call by like 11 to have to go in. When she didn't get it, they started playing Uno, and in true uh, Jamie's we, fashion... We gotta fucking play Uno, dude. I know. I told you, I'll double four your fucking ass oh, or draw four your ass. Oh, fuck that, dude. Game on. So they're playing Uno, and they put on Freedom Fighters. Um, now, normally they would go to his apartment, because okay. he lived alone. Yeah. Uh, Brianna actually lived with her 20-year-old sister at the, at the time, who mm. was out of town. And there was a two-year-old child who I don't, I think it was her sister's possibly, but I'm not 100% positive. Okay. I couldn't really find it, which is weird. That, that is but weird. But there was a two-year-old that resided at the home most of the time. Wow. Okay. Okay. Um, but that's why they went back to her house, because her sister was out of town. Yeah. 
So yeah, I was just going to say the couple, they're making big plans. Um, she wants to buy a house. They're talking about having babies. Um, babies. Yeah. His mom was planning on giving him his grandmother's ring when he was ready to propose. Yeah. Um, and they were they were planning kids already. They had a girl name picked out, which was a combination of the two names. Mm-hmm. And then Brianna's godson, uh, her mom was best friends with Brianna and gave them a pair of her godson's little Jordans Aww. that they kept on the dressers. So, yeah. Um, Brianna starts falling asleep and she reminds Kenneth to... Uh, Turn off the TV. Yeah. Same girl, same. Same. So, okay. So, during this time, yep, they are having a briefing at the police station with more than 70 officers. God, that's so many. Including the command staff. Wow. Uh, The officers were told during this briefing by the command staff that Jamarcus Glover, according to the information that they had that night, because again... They are pinging his phone and his car uh, that he's going to be at an Elliott address. Hmm. So again, they knew where he was. Yeah. Yeah. They knew where he was. So because this was such a large operation, uh, it was described as a heavy manpower operation needing bodies. Um, A narcotics officer by the name of Mattingly um, and six other officers in his team were there to help. So they were just there to for bodies. Yeah. So they don't do search warrants. This is not really what they do. They come in after somebody else serves a warrant, yeah. essentially. Yeah. So. Which is normal. Just to, yeah. Yeah. I mean, you know, we have our SWAT team and then our patrol officers right. go through. Right. After, you know. So, um, and they were going to have SWAT doing these. So just because they wanted to do them simultaneously. Yeah. They had. They needed bodies. So these guys agreed to do it. Five at one time is so many, though. Well, it turns out that because of all the melee and everything that happened, they ended up never executing that warrant uh, at the Muhammad Ali address, according to the Louisville Metro Police report. Okay. So um, at around 1130, 1145, Detective John Mattingly and his partners drove by Brianna's residence just to to look. Mm -hmm. Okay. It's normal. Um, According to the original search warrant execution form for 2424 Elliott Avenue, the door was breached at 12 a.m. Now, it's important to remember these. At 12 a.m. Yes. Put a pin in it. Um, All the Elliott homes were hit at the same time. Yeah. Okay. Um, Oh, that I put in there the Muhammad Ali one. Um, so it also says in the Louisville Metro Police Report that's dated April 2016 to present, which according to the last entry, present would have been May 18th of 2020. Yeah. All three Elliot home all three Elliot addresses and Brianna's address were hit at the same time. Hmm. We know that's not true. Yeah. We know for a that, fact that's not true. Yeah. That is in their official report. It's like they have a whole subsection of their police website dedicated to the Breonna Taylor case. Oh, do they really? And this is an official report that's up there that even after it came out that they knew this wasn't the fact, they they left it up there. 
They still submitted it. So wow. they said all three addresses and Brianna's address were hit at the same time. Mm. We have proof that they weren't. Yeah. Okay. So they hit the homes. They find Jamarcus Glover along with his associates, uh, Demarius Bauman, who was Rambo's brother. Mm. Remember Rambo? Yeah, Rambo. Mm-hmm. Ray Sean Lee and Alicia Jones, all located at 2424 Elliott Avenue. Mm-hmm. They found large amounts of suspected crack cocaine and fentanyl pills in a Crown Royal bag um, that was by a tree. Okay. They were located by the canine dog Maverick. Good job, canine. There's a photo of Maverick with a very sloppy tennis ball, very <laughs> yeah. proudly sitting in front of everything that he snipped out. <laughs> yeah, good job. Uh, gorgeous pupper. Yeah. So I had to throw that out there. Uh, they also found a, lo- a large amount of U.S. currency, yeah. digital scales, and other evidence of packaging and trafficking. Um, all this was found on like a kitchen table in yeah. the residence. Delivery and manufacture. They also found evidence of an attempt to destroy cocaine in the toilet tank. They found firearms in a vehicle that was parked in front of 2426 Elliott. And then some on the porch. Did they have search warrants for the cars? Yes. Okay. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Yeah, any vehicles located in or around, not in or around, but like on, I forgot how they worked. Like in the driveway or... Oh, that wouldn't fly here. Um, you would need an actual search warrant for that. No, it's listed. Like, so... I get it. That wouldn't fly here. Okay, so the car... I can't remember what your... Hypothetically. 2016 tan Buick whatever. That was specific in the search warrant. I get Doesn't it. matter. You would still have to have a separate I, one? Yes. Okay. That's, I'm, I'm asking. I'm not trying yeah. to be a dick. No, I know. And I'm I'm giving <laughs> you a straight answer that that wouldn't fly. I just saw like a shadow. I'm Creepy. Yeah. Um, it's my guardian angel. Or it's my dad. Like, what the that fuck? That kept me alive yeah. to torture you forever. <laughs> Joke's on you. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. I survived. Oh, my God. <laughs> so when PD and SWAT were seizing property at the Elliott addresses, uh, officers, a few more officers went over to 3003 Springfield. Yeah. So all the activity that could be seen was the glow of the TV in a window. According to uh, a later interview, John Mattingly was told that Brianna would be alone. You keep saying John Mattingly. And I keep thinking of Don Mattingly. I know. That's why I just player. keep calling. I end up just calling the cops <laughs> by their last name because I yeah. kept calling him Don Mattingly. <laughs> and I'm like, I don't know. That's wrong. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Whoops. So Mattingly would say later that they they were not made aware that she was not going to be alone. They were told she was going to be alone. Yeah. Um, he would say that he didn't know Kenneth Walker was there. Um, and said, quote, we were never told her sister and the baby live there. Really? Yeah. Now there's photos of them doing surveillance outside of Brianna's apartment. Mm-hmm. And there's pictures of Kenneth. So like they knew yeah. she was dating somebody. Right. Um, But they didn't know he was there that night. They were expecting her to be alone. Okay. Um, so they had been approved for a no-knock warrant. But orders were changed to a knock and announce just before. 
Now, I originally wrote, presumably because the target had been caught. Yeah. But then I read further. Uh Uh-oh. Mattingly would later say that it was changed to a knock and announce due to PD knowing where Glover's location was going to be because of the tracker and the GPS. So again, they knew where Glover was. Yeah. Which is why he admittingly said they changed it to a knock and announce. Mm -hmm. Now, I will give Mattingly credit. He comes out pretty quickly after this happens and says, this is where I fucked up. Okay. So, but then he gets kind of cocky sometimes. Yeah. So, yeah. All right. So, at 12. He's a cop. He's got to be. Yeah. We all are. It's like they got to save face. Right. You know. Right. Um, so at 12.40 a.m., Mattingly, Detective Miles Cosgrove, and Officer Brett Hankinson and some of their team approached Brianna's residence in a single file line like they normally do. Mm-hmm. Hand on the shoulder, you know. Yeah. This caught the attention of a few neighbors. One of those neighbors actually got into an explicit filled argument with Hankinson. Really? Uh, Yeah. Mattingly said, quote, I remember him saying at one point, she's a good girl, leave her alone, or something to that effect. Finally, I looked at Brett and said, leave that alone and pay attention to what we're doing. Yeah, no shit, Sherlock. So he's fired up. Dude. He's mad. Yeah. Because now neighbors are bitching at him. Okay. Pay the fuck attention. So I would like to point out that them just showing up caught the attention of neighbors. Yeah. Okay. So there were neighbors that witnessed this breach. Mm-hmm. 11 to 15 neighbors were interviewed. Yeah. So we know they're awake. Yeah. We know they're awake. We know certain ones heard the breach, saw the breach, because they were arguing with the police. Right. Okay. So, Mattingly says, quote, Bet MGM has an unreal deal for sports fans in Virginia. Turn $5 into $150 instantly when you place your first wager at Bet MGM. Simply download the Bet MGM app and sign up using code CHAMPION150. Then, Place a $5 wager on any sport. You'll receive $150 in bonus bets, regardless of your wager's outcome. And if you think the fun stops there, the king of sportsbooks has plenty of surprises in store. Check out daily promotions, same game parlays, live bets, and so much more. Download the app in Virginia today and get $150 in bonus bets instantly from your first wager. Only at BetMGM. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. See BetMGM.com for terms. 21 plus only. Virginia only. New customer offer. Subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Please gamble responsibly. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Promotional offer not available in Washington, D.C. Oh, so we get up. I remember banging on the door. It's open hand. Uh, hard smack. Bam, 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 bam. First time didn't announce, just hoping she would come to the door. Mm-hmm. Now, he says that he, because he assumed she was alone, he wanted to give her a chance to maybe get dressed, do what she needed to to get to the door. Yeah, it makes sense. Um, it was approximately, depending on who you ask, 45 seconds to two full minutes before the door was breached. Well, that's so, enough time. Um, now, Kenneth says they're in bed. And he says, quote, there was a loud bang at the door. She pops out of sleep. It scared her. Me too. 
Like, who is that? It's the Popo. Brianna says, who is it? And gets no response. Okay. Uh, if you're going to announce, you got to start announcing right away. But they didn't. That's And that's where Mattingly comes out later and says, this is where I fucked up. Okay. We yeah. should have either done a no-knock, a full-blown yeah. no-knock, right. or we should have done a normal knock and announce, yeah. knock and, and breach. Yeah. Um, because it gives, it doesn't give people... As soon as you knock, Yeah. A, then nobody announce. has time to get their wits about him is basically what he was saying. Yeah. Um, Let everyone know that you are the police. He said... That whole, like, complex mm-hmm. should hear mm-hmm. police, right. police, right. police. He said flat out that... If they would have done either a full-blown no-knock or the 10 to 30 seconds after announcing and breached the door that Brianna would still be alive. Yeah. He said that two weeks after. Yeah. So now Mattingly says, quote, our intent was not to hit the door. Our intent was to give her plenty of time to come to the door because they said she was probably there alone. Um. He said they bang a second time on the door, but this time he starts repeatedly yelling, police search warrant yeah okay so we stop we listen nobody says anything we yell again police search warrant open the door if you're here they stop because one of the other officers thinks that maybe he hears something that he hears movement inside okay so they knock again no that's the time you you go in yeah yeah you hear something, mm-hmm. you're, you're going in. So, um, Kenneth says they got up and they started to get dressed and there was another loud bang. He then grabbed his gun out of fear that it was Brianna's ex. Yeah, which okay. is plausible. Right. He has a nine millimeter handgun. That if is, no one's announcing, that's very plausible. That's very plausible. Um. He, he legally owns it, and he says he's never shot it outside of the range. This time, Brianna yells at the top of her lungs, who is it? Still no response. So Kenneth says, quote, when we come out walking towards the door, the door like comes off the hinges. So yeah. I just let off one round, one shot, excuse me. Still can't see who it is or anything. At the same time, simultaneously. You don't do that, though. They, You, you don't. But he thought someone was breaking in. Yeah, I, I get it. I but you, you find a target. Right, you don't shoot at the ground. You, you don't shoot at air. Right. Um, so Mattingly said that they knocked for the sixth time, didn't hear any response. He looked at his lieutenant who nodded, and they breached the door. Yeah. Mattingly says, Mattingly was the first inside. Um, he was trying to clear the hallway and said that he saw two figures standing side by side. Mm-hmm. He would say in a later interview that serving he had served upwards of 2,000 warrants in Whoa, his time as a police officer. It's believable. It's plausible. And he had never seen two figures standing in a hallway side by side. Okay. Wow. Okay. Yeah. Now, he says, quote... I'm face on about 20 feet away, right down the hallway. There's a bedroom door on the right and there's a male and a female. The male is closer to the door. So to my right, I turned in the doorway and he's in a stretched standing position with his hands with a gun. So he's in a, in, in shooting stance. Yeah. Um, as soon as I clear, he fires rounds. Wow. 
um, he would say later that his uh, stance matched Mattingly's. That yeah. Kenneth's stance matched his. Kenneth obviously just said no. He panicked and let off like, around. I think it's called the Weaver stance, yeah. if I'm not mistaken. I believe so. So those two discrepancies, you know what could have solved that? A motherfucking body cam. Yeah. Yeah, you're right. Now, an article posted found that these particular officers had been assigned body cams by the department. Why the fuck weren't they exactly. wearing them? And the type of cams that they have, just the, because, you know, they're set off by, like, the opticoms and stuff like that. Yeah. Just the side, or excuse me, the lights on the multiple vehicles should have set off the cameras, even if they were just in the car and not on somebody. So they should have been able to get audio. Yeah. So they don't know where their cameras were. <laughs> Hidden in their bag. We touch on that later. Yeah. Uh, That's a big problem. Mattingly goes on to say, as soon as the shot hit, I could feel the heat in my leg, and so I returned fire. He let off four rounds. Which is normal. You're shot. You're shot at. You're going to shoot back. Yes. So he slid down the wall, went down around the side of the door, and scooted back on his butt, saying that he wanted to get out of the line of fire. He didn't want to get shot in the back of the head. Yeah. That I respect. Yeah. That I respect. 100%. I said it last episode. 100%. If, if you're coming home or a bad guy's coming home, I, you're coming home. But that's, this is what they're doing trained what he's tra- to do. That, that's exactly yes. what he's trained to do. And now he will also say in a subsequent interview that, Ken, or excuse me, an attorney would say in, in a subsequent interview that Kenny was doing what's as natural as American Pie, defending his woman and his property. Which because is again, also true. In Kentucky, they have standard ground laws. Exactly. So, but I wonder if, see, without a fucking body, there's cam, no way to know. You know, do you know at that time that it's the police? I mean, it's, it's he said, she said. He swears exactly. up and down that at no point in time was the word police announced. Out of the eleven to fifteen neighbors that were interviewed. One person said that they heard the word police one time. Oh, no. You got to keep. So. As you're entering. Yeah. The police, 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 police. Police are saying that they announced. Kenneth is saying they did not. And he thought it was the ex-boyfriend breaking into the house. Which could have been. It's very plausible. And then if you you have a bunch of guys coming in that coming in at the same time i do you know it's the police at that time no you don't plain clothes well i'm sure they're, they're plain clothes when you're expecting the ex-boyfriend to come break in the house not necessarily how, how were they dressed i i don't plain know clothes. they were plain clothes so did they have outside carriers or anything like that i don't know they don't have vests they don't have cameras on so I, I don't yeah, know. Yeah, if they're in plain clothes, but the that's, only light, that's an issue. The only light was the light from the TV of the room they just got out of and the lights on the officer's guns, oh, yeah. which are pointed at him. So who's to say he can which see Which bad it? guys have anyways. They right. have laser tips. And, and it, li- it blocks your vision. Yeah. Those are bright as fuck. Exactly. So, so that's now, very plausible. <clears throat> Mattingly says that there's no way that he could not have heard it. And Kenneth says he didn't hear it. Well, in the heat of the moment, you're in tunnel vision. So, and we'll never know 
because there's no because fucking there's body no cam. fucking body cams. I'm fucking real. Yeah. So that could have saved so much fucking. It could have solved this. It, it could. It could have solved this. This wouldn't have been a thing. I mean, it would have been a thing, but you know what I mean. It, yeah. So Kenneth said that when the shots started, he fell to the floor and dropped the gun. Uh, Cosgrove, who was behind Mattingly, started firing into the apartment. Jesus. But he was firing back at the shot. He was firing as he should have been. Okay. 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 So here, so Mattingly is at the door. He, you know, Mattingly goes in. And when you, in the videos, so when you open the door. Yeah. The hallway that they're coming out of is immediately to the left. Okay. So it's like a big open living room. And then you look to the left and there's like the kitchen and the hallway's right there. Okay. So in the videos of the when they show them clearing the apartment, mm-hmm. you can as soon as they get into the door, mm-hmm. you can see Brianna in the hallway. So right. she essentially fell where she was standing. They would have seen immediately. They would have seen them. I gotcha. They would have seen each other. I okay? gotcha. Um. <clears throat> so Cosgrove was right behind Mattingly. Okay, that makes makes sense. So Mattingly got shot in the thigh. It went in. Inside of his left thigh. Um, Which is a, a terrible shot. Terrible shot. Hit that, his femoral. That'll, that'll kill yeah. you. You'll bleed out. Yeah, and it shredded his... People think, oh, we'll shoot bad guys. Yeah, mm-hmm. shoot bad guys in the arms and legs. That's where you bleed out. Oh, quick. Yeah. Quick. So when he was shot in the leg, he dropped. So Cosgrove was essentially firing over where he dropped. So the, the, the bullet went in um, inner thigh... And came out upper thigh. Wow. Just under the butt cheek fold. Ooh, that's a rough shot. He said that he reached down and by the amount of blood he felt in his hand, he knew knew. it was his femoral. And that's when he dropped and tried to get out of the line of fire. Yeah. Now, at this point, Mattingly is firing. uh, He fired off the four shots. He came around the door. He fired two more. Yeah. Cosgrove is shooting into the apartment in the direction of... Brianna and Kenneth are standing. Hankinson takes it upon himself to walk around the outside of the apartment and goes to the back sliding glass doors. Yeah. He then, quote, starts blindly firing 10 shots into the glass sliding back door. What? He would later say that these were not blind shots. That he was aiming towards the direction he believed the shooter was standing he in. He believed. So he didn't see. He believed. Correct. He said he was shooting in the direction he believed the shooter to be standing in. Oh my God. And then Sir, said. You need a new job. That it sounded like an automatic assault rifle fire. Oh my God. This man fired off one round. This this guy needs a new job. He was. Or he shouldn't be the police mm-mm, at all. Mm-mm. Shouldn't have been. So all in all, 32 bullets oh my were God. fired. Okay. Wow. Yeah. Brianna was hit five times. Some sources say eight. I obviously read her autopsy report. He says five. Yeah, they probably thought eight. So she was hit five and, times. Yeah. Three of them came out. Yeah. Two did not. There's your eight holes. Right. Remember, I like Throw I said in the through. first episode, there's an entrance and an exit, and some people have a hard time counting. Yeah. You, it's hard to tell sometimes. It, it is hard to Close tell. Close range, you can tell entrance, exit. Right. Because exit is going to be bigger. bigger right. But. <clears throat> so that's where your eight shots are from. She was shot five times. Three came out. Two did not. Wow. Okay. 
Um, at 12.42 a.m., neighbors start calling 911. Uh, three neighbors call for sure, reporting shots fired. Mm-hmm. Uh, one lady says that uh, she's on the phone and she says, I have my grandkids in here, I have my kids in here, and I just heard somebody yell, reload. They're right in front of my fucking house. Another lady calls and says, it just keeps going. It's not stopping. It just keeps going. Mm. Yeah. Um, at this point, now at 1243, Mattingly tells the other officers that he's been hit. Yeah. Uh, so the call of 1030, which is officer down, comes out over the radio. Mm-hmm. The SWAT team is pulled from the Elliott addresses and sent to the Springfield address based off of now the OIS, the officer-involved shooting. They're screaming for EMS. Yeah. Somebody had released the ambulance an hour prior to this happening. We talked about it in the first episode. idiot did that? We do it all the time. We will do standbys. They call us 20 minutes before they're about to serve the warrant. We go sit in the area. Yes. And that's what we tell you, number one. So you guys don't, you can't tip anyone off. Yeah. We do it right before. Number two, so you're not seen. Right. But you're there. You're in the area if shit goes sideways. So somebody had released the ambulance. They weren't there. Mattingly, he's bleeding out. Quick. Yeah. There is now more officers arriving who have body cams on. So there is body cam footage of them pulling Mattingly away from the apartment and one of the officers putting a tourniquet on him, saving his life. Yeah. So the ambulance gets called now because, again, they're screaming for EMS. Um, The ambulance is sent to the wrong entrance that is blocked by a metal gate. Oh, my God. The ambulance is instructed by PD to ram the motherfucking gate. Really? Ram the motherfucking gate. Really? So they ram the motherfucking gate and can't get past. No shit. So they still end up having to go up and around. At this point, they have tried to put Mattingly in a car, but he can't bend his leg. Mm -hmm. They've tried to carry him to where the ambulance was trying to ram the metal. Yeah. They tried to put him in the back of another car, but a gun rack got in the way. And they finally just laid him on the trunk of a car and waited for the ambulance to show up. Oh, my God. He is transported to the hospital where he is taken into almost immediate surgery. Yeah. Uh, Because his his femoral artery was shredded. I mean, no kidding. I probably would have popped the trunk and put him in the trunk. Put him in the trunk. Right. And fucking gone. Um, Get on Isburn. Right. You know, the state police radio. And just just go. Block off. You know, and it was. You know, I'm going this direction. Block off the fucking, uh, you know, intersections. Like the attorney said, it was just a a culmination of catastrophic errors. And at this point, the ambulance going to the wrong entrance and the gate being like, that shit that legitimately happens in real life. And if you don't learn to fucking adapt and overcome. Right. You're not going to make it. But that shit that legitimately happens in situations like this and it just it's murphy's law when one thing happens the rest of it's going to be a fucking shit show just buckle in and wait for it to be over yeah so um so now again like i said they're all screaming for ems and kenneth says when the shots stop i'm like panicking 
she's right there on the ground, like bleeding. At 12.45 a.m., Kenneth calls his mother. What? Kenneth calls his mother, and he tells his mother what happened. And in the phone call with his mother, he says, someone just broke into the apartment. Okay. She tells him, hang up with me and call 911. At 12.47 a.m., Kenneth calls 911. Kenneth's first statement to the 911 dispatcher is, quote, I don't know what's happening. Somebody kicked in the door and shot my girlfriend. The dispatcher proceeds to ask him pretty standard dispatch questions. How old is she? Where is she shot? Is she breathing? At no point in time is Kenneth told, that is the police. The police were there. They're out front. You need to surrender. Why the fuck isn't dispatch doing that? Babe, at one point in the call, he then, I, they, they don't. They, oh they don't tell God. him at any point in time. What the fuck is going on? He hangs up with 911 and calls Brianna's mom. Yeah. Now, at this point, there's nothing. You hear nothing in the background of the 911 call. Okay. Nothing. So where did they take Mattingly? Because there's no commotion. He's, and if, if there is commotion, you cannot hear it through the walls, which kind of supports Kenneth in the, I didn't fucking hear them. Yeah. Think about it. You have an officer who was shot. They're trying to get an ambulance through a gate. We're all loud fuckers to begin with. Yeah. And you hear nothing you can't hear on that 911 call. You should have heard something, I would think. Maybe he didn't hear it. Maybe they're both right. Mm, yeah. You should have heard something. Now, yeah, you would think. 120 officers ended up on that scene. Yeah. You, how do you not and hear he, anything? There's nothing in the night. And it's not like he's just saying, I didn't hear anything. And an officer shot, so there's you, you're no- going to hear fucking screaming. There's nothing in the background on the 911 call. Nothing. Wow. Which, again, like I said, leads to the support of maybe he didn't fucking hear it. Yeah. So while he's on the phone with Brianna's mom, he says, the police are here. He is under the impression that the police have been called by bystanders and or neighbors who heard the shots fired. Yeah. He still does not know that that was the police. He like he thinks they got called for her. Wow. Yeah. Um, <clears throat> now, meanwhile... Jamarcus has been taken from the Elliott address. He will say later, quote, I was in police custody when I hear shots fired and they're screaming her address on the police radio after I had already been arrested, after I was already in police custody. So Jamarcus, police custody, hears shots fired, her address. Yeah. I thought you guys breached the homes at the same time. How was he already in custody and he could hear that if you guys breached him at the same time? Hmm. Hmm. How's that work? Yeah. Do you think he was looking outside? Yikes. Yeah. It also comes out later that they offered him a plea deal. What? If he would say that Brianna was involved in his drug activity. No shit. He said... (sighs) Uh, get fucked sideways. Yeah. She had nothing to do with it. I had shoes delivered to her fucking house. Yeah. 
So. Yikes. Mm. Gotta get in now. Get comfy. <sighs> Getting comfy. <clears throat> so, Brianna's mom, Tamika, drops the phone and gets dressed and starts heading toward the apartment. Kenneth says, quote, I'm still yelping help because she's over here like coughing and I'm just freaking out. But I'm on the phone with her mom now at this point and they keep yelling, come out. Yeah. So they had now at this point, they started yelling, come out. This is when he thought the police were there because the neighbors called. Okay. Still doesn't know. It's the police. At 1253 a.m., Kenneth comes out of the apartment, drops the phone as instructed and walks backwards towards them. He says, quote, I'm doing everything they're asking me to do slowly and surely. And <clears throat> I'm telling them I'm scared to death. And he he does. He comes out and says, what did we do? What did we do? We were in bed. I'm so scared. I'm so yeah. scared. They asked him if he had been hit by a bullet. And he said no. And an officer couldn't be heard saying, well, that's too bad. Now, uh, well, we do. These guys like pulling up to the scene were unaware of what had happened. And they just All they know, know a cop is shot. They know a cop is shot. They know it's bad. Yeah. So they don't know where he shot. They just know it's bad. Yeah. So they, they are going to talk right. like that. SWAT that's, pulls it, up. As much as that's wrong, we do. It's like thinking your friend is shot. You know? Exactly. Your family your shot. Family, right. So SWAT pulls up and, well, SWAT's driving down the street and you can hear them going, Jesus Christ. Oh, jeez. <laughs> all the cop cars. They get out and an officer is caught on the body cam saying, we breached the door. They started shooting right away with a rifle. Really? This is, so now there's two officers saying it was a rifle. He fired one shot. Yeah. It was proven. So they have Kenneth coming out. They get him into custody and he's on the car and he's just sobbing. He's beside himself. Yeah. He's saying, please don't let her be dead. Please don't let her be dead. And they said, who? And he said, my girlfriend. She's in there dead. And they said, well, how did she die? And he's like, you fucking shot her. Oh, man. You shot her. They didn't know. Oh, my God. They didn't know. They said they didn't know she was down. Didn't they fucking search after? No. You're you're kidding me. Not immediately. No. You're kidding me. No, I'm getting there. So, oh my God, what the fuck are these guys doing? The the sounds coming out of Kenneth are are guttural sounds that I have heard before. They they could have had another guy in the back room. Mm-hmm. Yep. With a gun or something. Yep. What the fuck are they doing? Um. Yeah. So uh, these these are sounds that you can't fake. Right. These are sounds that this man is literally in emotional distress. Mm-hmm. Um, they throw him up against the car and he's saying, what did we do? And a female officer says, you shot rounds off. You just told us you shot rounds off. This is where Kenneth says that Brianna shot. Mm-hmm. That Brianna fired the one shot. He will say in 10 short minutes, he doesn't know why he said it. He was scared. And he immediately recants and says, no, it was me. But they did not. They used that. Is the dog chewing on something? To their advantage. No. Oh, okay. No, now he's looking at me like I'm fucking stupid. (laughs) So Kenneth is taken into custody um, and is 
said by the officer in the squad car that there was a misunderstanding and they need his help to piece it all together. That was caught on audio. Wow. Um, at 1.10 approximately now, 1.10 a.m., mm-hmm. so it's like 20-ish minutes, Yeah. SWAT enters the apartment. And like I said, when you walk in on this body cam, you can see Brianna immediately. Yeah. They are going through. They're clearing the apartment. Well, um, well you, that should have been done right. immediately. Somebody, what are you doing now? Well, somebody says, check on her. And somebody else says, we have to find the gun first. They find the gun under the bed. Wow. They then go back to where Brianna is laying and say, ma'am, can you hear me? While an officer is seen checking for a pulse. They realize there's no pulse. And uh, I would imagine the the commander says, she's done. Okay, she's done. Everybody out. It's Now it's a crime scene. Right. They left... Um, a one SWAT officer in in the apartment yeah. with uh, Brianna's body yeah. and everybody else cleared out. Which is... Normal. That's yeah. proper. They had um, paramedics you're se- come you're in. securing yeah. it. They had, you can hear him yell for a, a, a medic too. Because mm-hmm. generally with the SWAT team comes a medic. So she was she was pronounced on the scene by a medic. Yeah. Um, <clears throat> her mom arrives on scene and is told to go to the hospital. So she goes to the hospital. She waits for two hours before somebody comes out and says, we just, nobody fitting that description and or scenario is coming. Yeah. So she goes back to the scene. Kenneth is at the police department being interviewed by Public Integrity, mm-hmm. who again tells him, we just need you here to piece together what happened. Mm-hmm. They did Mirandize him. Yeah. Um. When Brianna's mom gets back to the apartment, she is she asks an officer who was the officer who lived in the complex, like, I know you have shit to do. I know you have a job to do, but where is Brianna? Yeah. And he says, I'm not at liberty to discuss that. Wait, and I will find somebody who can. Hours go by. Hours. Jesus. At 5.30, or excuse me, at 2.30 a.m., Kenneth is now charged with attempt murder on a peace officer. That quick? Yep. Yep. What the fuck? Yep. And he is uh, he is still interviewed for three more hours after charges get approved. His interview lasts until 5.30 in the morning. How in the fuck does that happen? He says, quote, I literally don't understand this at all. I have no reason, like I don't understand at all... Why they were, whoops, I'm a page stuck, knocking on her door unless it was a mistake. Why were they knocking on her door and no one had an answer? To which an officer says to him, that's why you're here to figure out, man. Wow. (sighs) Don't even know what to say. At 11 Mm a.m., so now we're almost 12 hours in. Yeah. Tamika is pulled to the side and is by an officer and is told that Brianna is still in the apartment. Yeah. So she geez. knows. She yeah. knows. It's her firstborn. Her baby's in there. Her mm. baby's still in there. She said it was better, though, because she knew she at knew. least where she was. Yeah. Instead of the going back and forth and back and forth and back and forth. Right. right? So at 2 p.m., they're let into the apartment. There are bullet holes 
everywhere. Yeah. There's bullet holes in clocks, in pots, through cereal boxes and cabinets, Damn, in the I... ceiling, in the floor. Dude, they lit that place up. They did. Now, some of these bullets, i.e. the 10 that were shot from the sliding glass door, God, entered the apartment of Yeah, entered the apartment above Brianna's where there was a pregnant mother and her child. Jesus Christ. Yeah. Now, I did read that just prior to them letting Tamika into the apartment, that they did search the apartment. But they were searching the apartment for evidence related to the shooting, not evidence related to the search warrant. What the fuck? But they did not find any drugs or money in her apartment. Right. They found mail with Jamarcus's name on it, but they didn't find any drugs or money. Jesus. Okay. Are you, are you ready for this one? Uh, I don't know, babe. Okay. I don't know. So Kenneth is mm. in a jail cell. Yeah. And you know, they have a, a big holding cell. Mm-hmm. Okay. Why is Jamarcus in the same cell as him? Oh my God. Dude, you separate them. So Jamarcus makes a call to his baby mama. Jesus Christ. And he denies, Jamarcus ends up denying this phone call we, later. You know how we would separate? Take we, one to Dalton? Yes. Mm-hmm. That's exactly right. If, like, yeah. ourselves, if we thought, mm-hmm. like, too many people were in ourselves, mm-hmm. we would transport or hold someone at another well, I mean, jail. Don't you want people that you've taken from the same home in relation to the same search warrant not sitting next to each other? Exactly. You, you Just need them to be separated. Just a thought. Wow. So Jamarcus has jailhouse phone calls to the baby mama, which he denies later. Um, he is telling the baby mama that Bree's got eight grand. Like, she's got his money. Mm-hmm. So if she had his money, it makes sense that they would think he was breaking in. Yeah. Because he's breaking in to get his fucking money. Yeah. You know? Um. But then he makes another phone call and is overheard having a conversation with his associate, who he was arrested with, who's sitting next to him. Oh, my God. That this is Kenneth's fault. It's Kenneth's fault she got shot. Because mm. he fired off the route. Yeah. So it's Kenneth's fault. <sighs> what? They're, when I read they were in the same cell, I was like, what? Uh, that is the stupidest thing, yeah, dude. And this is again not a small town. No, you don't have another substation somewhere that you can put one of them, right? I can't imagine two, two different cells on something. Like, one on the other side. I can't imagine Louisville only has one fucking police department, dude. I, you know what I, I mean? I yeah, I don't know. This is <sighs> fucking mind blowing, though. So that afternoon. Louisville Metro PD gives a press conference and they say, quote, the victim who died is in. um, We're still working through what her involvement was in the narcotics investigation. Her identity won't be released by the coroner's office or it will be released by the coroner's office at a later date. Mm -hmm. Now, this is where the propaganda starts. Okay. Immediately. Kenneth is a cop killer. Yeah. And Brianna is a drug trafficker. That's that is probably why that's my assumption why he was charged so early. Mm-hmm. So they mm-hmm. can tell the media, hey, right. this guy. We we fixed it. We we fixed it. Yeah. This guy, he's already charged. He tried killing us. You know, he's he's the bad guy. She was known as the unnamed suspect who died for two days. What? So the 
unnamed fuck girl that, that you shot because she's not a suspect who died. No. She's a girl that you shot. There's a difference. Two days. Well, I mean, technically, if she's in the warrant, she is a suspect. I'm going to throw some at your face. But, I know what you mean. Yeah. So her autopsy was performed on March 14th at 8 a.m. Um, it is determined that she died, obviously, from multiple gunshot wounds to the body. Yeah. She does have uh, multiple wounds to her torso, upper extremity, lower extremity. She had a weird, like, piece of something in her heel. Yeah. Um, it was determined, though, that the shots to her torso, those are the bullets that did not come out. They mm-hmm. stayed in her torso, and they damaged her aorta and her Ooh. pulmonary artery. Oh, yeah. That's um, going to kill you. The aorta alone will kill you. Mm-hmm. The pulmonary artery. I mean, my dad bled out in probably less than a minute. Yeah. Um, the coroner would go on to say that he believes her actual time of death was 1248. So it would have been a minute after the shooting. Yeah. And that regardless of intervention, she her wounds were fatal. Yeah. He said, essentially, you could have shot her directly standing outside of an ER and she still would have died. Yeah. So most likely the coughing and, and sputtering and stuff that Kenneth was hearing was the, the obviously the, the end. But yes, it yeah. was probably the death gurgle, which is terrible to say, but that's the only way to say it. Um, on March 15th, her name is released. Um, on March 16th, oh, excuse me. Um, on March 16th, Detective Kelly Goodlett, who comes up later, Mm -hmm. she ends up being one of the ones that is arrested. Okay. Um, now, at the press conference the day prior, they say, or the two days prior, they say that these warrants were all executed at the same time at 12.40 a.m. Yeah. What, what time did I say earlier? You remember? 12. So on the 16th, Detective Goodlett sends a to-from email. So a to-from is just an informational. Yeah, like a mom. Yeah. Um, like a memo that you send to other co-workers. Yeah. Uh, in this email, she states multiple times uh, that the Elliott Avenue warrants were executed at 1215. Now, when you Mm. look at the uh, seizure property form, Mm -hmm. it's a triplicate. Yeah. So two different forms of the triplicate have different markings on them. But it is obvious that the 12 was written at one time. And then... And then the 40 was kind of penciled in a little bit later. Put over it. And on the second triplicate, the 12 is just flat out scratched the fuck out. Dude. Oh, you guys are killing me. Oh, so bad. Mm-hmm. Shit police work. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. So then, on March 20th, of 2020, Brianna's wake is held in New Albany, Indiana at the Spring Valley Funeral Home. Oh, really? I didn't know that. On the 21st, her funeral is held at the Greater Friendship Baptist Church in Louisville. Yeah. On March 26th, Louisville Judge Olu Stevens agrees to release Kenneth to home confinement due to COVID. Because if everybody remembers, oh yeah, this is Everyone literally was. the same week. Yes, the whole fucking world shut down. Oh yeah. 
So there was one story. Released. I mean, it was happening here too. Yeah. Murders. The whole, getting... yeah, the whole fucking world. So yeah. this was, um, CNN did one story, one short story on this on the 13th. And then it was essentially buried mm-hmm. because of COVID. Yeah. Uh, the day before the warrant was served, the Kentucky governor had just actually issued a state of emergency for the entire state. Oh, really? So. Wow. Yeah. Yeah. COVID was a motherfucker. Yeah, it was a bitch. That was a bad time. <sighs> so now, at some point, relatively close to Brianna's death, Tamika ends up retaining an attorney. Mm-hmm. Now, she retains this attorney because when they told her at 11 a.m. that day that Tamika was, or that Brianna was still in the apartment, yeah, that was the last time they spoke to her. Yeah. Uh, she tried making several phone calls to the police department. Nobody returned her calls. Yeah. She still you, you to this get an day, attorney to mm-hmm. get the nitty gritty. Immediately got an attorney, which that's smart. We we would have done the same thing. Um, on April twenty seventh, two thousand and twenty, attorneys Sam Aguilar and Lonita Baker file a wrongful death lawsuit in Jefferson County District Court. Against Sergeant Mattingly, Detective Cosgrove, and Officer Hankinson on behalf of Tamika Palmer. Mm-hmm. At some point in May of 2020, civil rights attorney Ben Crump uh, becomes involved. This dude, now, I'm sorry, but this dude could go, you know what. Yeah, I know. He, he's just a shit starter, which in this case, yeah. I, I don't mind because it needed to be. Yeah. But... In other cases, I've yeah. seen he, he can yeah. go somewhere. So, oh, excuse me. Oh, someone's getting tired. On May 13th, Tap Louisville prosecutor Tom Wine, who is all over these documentaries, by the way, is he? Oh, recuses yeah. himself from uh, reviewing the police investigation. Attorney General Daniel Cameron is named a special prosecutor. Hmm. On May 15th, Louisville Postal Inspector Tony Gooden publicly states his office was not part of the inspection of possible drug trafficking activity um, in package delivery to Brianna Taylor's address. So they flat out lied. They flat out lied. Dude, these guys are fucking something else. Ben Crump would state, quote, this directly contradicts what the police stated in the affidavit to secure a no-knock warrant for the home. This revelation validates what we already knew. This young woman was brutally and unjustifiably killed by Louisville police who supplied false information on the warrant they used to enter her home unannounced. Mm -hmm. He is not wrong. No, he's not at all. Okay. On May 20th, Chelsea Napier, Zayden Florney, Cody Etherson, these were the neighbors, Sue officers, Brett Hackinson, Miles Cosgrove, and Jonathan Mattingly, accusing them of disregarding human life by spraying gunfire into Napier's apartment. Yeah. On May 22nd, prosecutors announced that they will drop attempted murder charges against Walker without prejudice. So yeah, that I means... I mean, how, how can they if they have stand your ground? Right. How, how the fuck can you charge this guy? Well, they charge him, but they're they're dropping them. The FBI decides to drop them um, based off of, or excuse me, they drop it with without prejudice, which means they can still come back and file these charges. Right, oh, of course. Yeah. So the same day, uh, the Department of Justice and the Kentucky Attorney General opened their own investigations. Wow. 
Um, May 25th, uh, George Perry Floyd Jr. is killed in Minneapolis, Minnesota after Derek Chauvin kneels on his neck for nine and a half minutes. Shit police work. Um, Fucking asshole. He pressed uh, Floyd's he pressed his knee to Floyd's neck for nine minutes and 29 seconds while Floyd was handcuffed face down in the street. Should have never been a cop. They uh, were called to this particular store because they believed Floyd had used a counterfeit $20 bill to purchase shit. (laughs) Uh, When police arrived on scene, Floyd was sitting with two other passengers in a car and he was then forcibly removed from the car and handcuffed. Yeah. Um, He... The last two, he spends seven minutes saying he can't breathe and asking for his mother. Because that's what everybody does at the end. Yes. They want their mama. mama. Yep. He's asking for his mother. I'd be asking for you. Yeah. Well, you'd be asking for your mama. Your mama. I call you my mama. Um, during the final two minutes, Floyd was motionless and had no pulse, but Chauvin kept his knee on Floyd's neck and back even as emergency medical technicians arrived and attempted to treat Floyd. Uh, that whole incident still just baffles Blows me. my mind. It, it fucking baffles Blows me. Blows my mind. everyone on scene was thinking mm-hmm. or not thinking. Not thinking. Like, I, I, it just yeah. blows my mind. So the medical examiner found that Floyd's heart stopped while he was being restrained and that his death was a homicide caused by cardiopulmonary arrest complicated by law enforcement subdual restraint and neck compression. He did state, though, that fentanyl intoxication and recent methamphetamine use may have increased the likelihood of death because of excited... um, Delirium. Thank you. Excitable delirium. Um, A second autopsy commissioned by Floyd's family also found his death to be a homicide, specifically citing asphyxia due to neck and back compression. Uh, it is ruled out that any underlying medical problems contributed to Floyd's death, but this second autopsy also stated that the fentanyl and methamphetamine could have mm-hmm. sped it up. Yeah. Which, obviously. Yeah, of course it will. So, this now but is... But fucking asshole shouldn't have been kneeling on him for fucking nine minutes. No. Um, <sighs> this is when Brianna's name starts coming out. Okay. They start saying, you know... Say her name. Yeah. What about Brianna? On May 26th, multiple protesters, including friends and family of Taylor, protested outside the Louisville mayor Greg Fisher's office and demanded that the three officers be arrested and charged with murder. Because now they see these officers were immediately fired in Minnesota. They were fired the next day. Right. And charged relatively quickly. Oh, yeah. Um, But the the thing is, there was body camera, body footage, mm -hmm. and cell phone cameras camera i think too yep so so on may 27th one louisville police sergeant said that quote the comment section is full of all cops need to die and kill pigs and things like that and that several days earlier while responding to a 911 call near taylor's apartment multiple people threw pieces of concrete at police officers and then ran away oh damn okay on may 28th yeah it's Unknown what came first, the chicken or the egg. Okay. Okay. 500 to 600 demonstrators marched in downtown Louisville chanting, no justice, no peace, prosecute police, and Brianna, Brianna, Brianna. Yeah. I'm going to 
Her three, there. I'm going to get into the big ones. Okay. The tape, the 911 tape. Yes. Was released at the same time. <laughs> same day, Go same figure. time. So whether... Go figure. We don't know what came first, the chicken or the egg. Yeah. So... I think I can assume what came first. The attorney got a hold of the tape and mm-hmm. had it released through the Courier Journal, who had already been trying to FOIA the tape for yeah. upwards of two weeks. Hmm. Um, <clears throat> within an hour of the Courier Journal releasing the tape, the mayor released it. Oh, go figure. We know you guys want to hear what happened. So we're going to go ahead and release the tape. Oh, now you care. No, you're trying to save fucking face, dipshit. Yeah, yeah, now you care. So this started the night of 100 protests. Wow, okay. That's where we're going to stop. Ooh, it's getting juicy. That's where we're going to stop. It is getting juicy. So we will start part three with March 28th, where seven people were shot overnight. And we are definitely going to try to record it soon. Like tomorrow, if I have my way. Yeah, if if we can, we're going to try to record it tomorrow so you guys could have it. Yeah. If not, possibly Monday or Tuesday. It'll be before then, don't worry. Okay. But, um, man, it's getting juicy, so. I have so many feelings. I I have so many feelings, too. I don't don't even really know what to say right now. I'm just, like, kind of in shock, you know. I mean, I feel like clearly they're covering it up. It's just bad it's police so work. so blatant. Do you think people aren't going to fucking notice? Exactly. Do you think nobody's going to see this shit? This is all it's public, fucking discovery and it's public, public record. record. Baby, I'll, I'll show you the... Just some people the, uh, should not be the police. And yeah. bad police work, this is, this is how people get hurt and yeah. killed. Yeah. Bad police work. If you Google the uh, seizure property forms, yeah. you can see... I mean, it's it's obvious that the forty was was written in afterwards. Yeah, I, it's it's obvious that this form was altered. Right. So, right. yeah. Uh, okay. Well, we will have part three shortly, um, guys. We love you, Patreons. We love you. Um, if you want to become a Patreon, www.patreon.com forward slash Death Do Us Part. Number one, Chance is agreeing with me. Um, <laughs> poor guy, he's done. He's uh, so mad because I didn't, I didn't touch him enough when I got home from work. Right. But uh, hit us up on social media, Death Do Us Part on Facebook, uh, DDUP. Podcast. Po- yeah, Death Do Us Part Podcast. And then on Instagram, it's DDUP underscore podcast. Mm-hmm. Uh, hit us up. Uh, I'm always on there, so I will. Uh, I'll, I'll do my best to answer you as quickly as possible. And other than that, guys, we will be talking to you soon. Bye. Bye. <laughs>